Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, Hector Oliveira is here. Not physically here in the west side of Athens, but he has arrived. Um... What should we expect from him as a player for these first few weeks in the big leagues? You know, it's amazing how how different the Braves' tone changed from the time of the trade until after they had a chance to, to take a look at him while he was rehabbing. And, and I bet, and basically, it, it went from here's a guy who can be a solid, uh, make an immediate impact in the middle of the lineup to hey, it may not happen this year. He's had these hamstring injuries. We need to get him slowly uh, adjusted to the major league level. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I, I've got a feeling that in a few weeks uh, from now we're going to talk and we're going to say, well, you know, there was, we saw this from Oliveira, we saw that, but, but we didn't see exactly what the Braves were touting yet as this impact guy that, that uh, you know, w- would give you some indication as to why they were willing to give up Jose Peraza and Alex Wood and the deal for him. So, you know, I, I, the hamstring injury may have played a part, set him back, uh, you know, got him out of play, playing shape. Uh, here's a guy who's basically played about, uh, we're talking maybe 22, 23 games above the A-ball level uh, here in, in the U.S. So, yeah, maybe maybe the wise thing is just to be patient and we'll get a better sense of what he, what to expect from him in spring training early next year. But, uh, you know, I guess the good thing is they're going to go ahead and and get him out there on the in the lineup on a regular basis here over the next the final few weeks, and uh, you know at least introduce him to, to what to expect next year. Yeah, is the feeling that that regardless of performance, this guy just they just he just needs reps, he needs at bats, and and they're just going to get it to him. I you know I'm I'm going to have to have to think that you know you, there are too many smart people in this game to think that. Uh, you know, the Dodgers were willing to pay $62.5 million for him, and I realized someone will come back and say, well, the Dodgers don't care about money. Well, you know, I, I'm going to trust the Braves as well. Is You're not going to give up a controllable, uh, you know, proven uh, pitcher at the major league level plus your top prospect uh, for this guy unless you felt good about what you saw. And the Braves saw him quite often uh, during this winter. Gordon Blakely was down there. Uh, three or four times, Freddie Gonzalez saw him twice, 
know, they, they believe in this guy. I, the thing that is a little bit disturbing is, you know, we're hearing that he may not have been in the best shape here the last few weeks while he's going through his rehab. Uh, and whether that's just baseball shape, uh, having sat out more than a month with the hamstring, uh, that, that may be the case. But, but until this past weekend, uh, he really he hadn't had an extra base hit. He had one extra, he had one double in each of the last three games he played for Gwinnett. So um, it's going to be interesting to see where this pop is and, and how long it takes to materialize here at the uh, big league level. What are you expecting to see defensively? You know, <laughs> I wish I could say I've heard good reviews about that so far as well. But uh, from the guy that they touted, they they said he was a solid. Uh, defender. They didn't call him Gold Glove or anything like that. I mean, they're not going that far, but just a guy who who could field the position well. You know, we we heard a lot of negative things about Adonis Garcia. Now he had a three-error game last week, but for the most part, he he has handled that third base position as well as anybody, minus Juan uh, Uribe uh, this year. Um, so I, I think that they're you're going to get a guy who can't handle the position. What I hear over the last few weeks as he's been a little bit slow to react to balls. Uh, the range hasn't shown uh, to be all that impressive, but uh, Hey, maybe when he gets here to, to the big leagues, he'll, there'll be a little bit more motivation. You know, you, you never, you don't want to judge everything on, on rehab results. Cause you just don't know how motivated a guy is. And I, you know, whether that's good, bad and different, that, that, that is the case with some guys. Is there anybody else you have a particular eye on that you'll be in, you're eager to see uh, among this week's call-ups? You know, I, I, they they got a reliever from the Yankees uh, recently, Danny Berla. Uh we, we have not seen him at all. He's, he's put up some decent numbers with Gwinnett. Um, obviously, if, if he pitches, pitches effectively here in the first few outings that, that he throws for Atlanta, I think he, he could fit into – uh, some of those late inning uh, roles. I mean, do, do you think about it? Here recently, they had the one run lead against the Marlins, and then they go ahead and go with Matt Marksbury. And it's not the first time they put him in a high leverage situation. Uh, we're going to see some bullpen auditions. Uh, Brandon Kniff, who who has pitched effectively at times uh, with Atlanta this year, he'll be one to look at. I, I'm, I want to see what Manny Banuelos does here. Uh, they're, they're not going to be able to let him go ahead and make up full start probably before the end of the month, but he'll be able to log some innings uh, coming back from the, the elbow. He had a bone chip in his elbow that sidelined him at the end of July. Um, he, he's a guy that I really think can be in that rotation next year. But if I'm looking forward, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking, and I'm going to take the assumption that Julio Turan stays. Now I'm going to go with Shelby Miller, Julio Turan. I'm, I'm thinking Mike fulton makes the strides necessary. Uh, to be there, Manny Banuelos, and then Matt Whistler. And, and I'm not putting those last three in any particular order. Um, but but I do think those, all three of those guys could be in that rotation next year. It's something I wanted to, to ask you about that we, we kind of brushed up against last week but didn't really go in any depth. Talk to some just about specifically about the starters and, and, and sort of the help or lack of help they get from the bullpen and, and how that affects them in development. But I kind of wanted to go into a little more of that from a, from a broader perspective, because there were a lot of good feelings about this team maybe a month ago. I don't know exactly, month, six weeks ago. Um, you know, there was this notion that despite being a team that was being 
rejiggered on the fly that was being they probably don't like the word rebuilt but this despite the fact that they were really retooling for a future year they were winning some games they were competitive they were on the fringes of the wild card race and now as we enter september you can't say any of that um they are trying to stay out of last place it has been a really rough stretch here uh, and so i wonder to what extent is that a concern uh, it's kind of the same question as last week to what extent is that a concern from the manager for the front office this this um the 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 worry about going into the off season and building towards next year coming off a bad feeling if they were to lose 95 games instead of the 80 85 that it looked like for a while i i think it is a definite concern within the front office you know the i can see in in john hart's face and, and in his words you know he talks about here's a guy who who you know led teams of the world series and you know had many teams to the playoffs in the past and he talks about how that first half you know you go up until about July 8th when the team was 542 and 42 and he's talked about how much fun that is hey look being 500 is not fun but but for that team to have been 500 you know less than a week before the all-star break it was a lot of fun and, and obviously everything changed there in Colorado when they they lost Jason Grilly then that you know whether or not they were, you know, I'm I'm assuming they were going to trade really anyhow. Probably Jim Johnson. It was probably inevitable that we were going to see this uh, bullpen start to, you know, fall apart. And that's what I, when you look back at the bullpen, it's it's been a influx throughout the year. But you did have at least Luis Avalon, Jim Johnson, and Jason Grilly. Um, you know, once they were all gone, you know, we have seen how it doesn't matter what the lead is. Uh, or, or you, you don't have a, a bullpen that's at least able to keep things close that maybe your offense can uh, create a back, uh, comeback win. Uh, obviously, they're dealing with so many young starters. They have to continue to, to let these players know, hey, you know, it's yes, it, yes, it, we're retooling. Yes, we understand we're not going to make the playoffs, but, but it, they've got to try to develop that winning mindset. And I touched on that a little bit last week where I, I think they're going to try to have John Smoltz and, and Tom Glavin, guys that went through the 1988, 89, 90 seasons, and talk to these guys about, hey, look, yes, you are you are uh, in a developmental stage. You have the benefit of developing here without the pressure of a, a playoff race, but you have to, to stick with that. Uh, you know, it's not okay to lose. You know, they, they would love to go through September playing, you know, quote unquote, a spoiler role. Um, you know, whether the whether they're capable of doing so, they have got to develop that mindset that hey, that this is our mission. We can go ahead and, and ruin some uh, October plans for some teams just to keep yourself motivated. All right, well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking the time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.